What the fuck is going on, everyone? I'm Val. And I'm Kayla. And this is 20 What Podcast. Boom, Well, we're not alone in the studio today. No, we're not. And it's not a ghost. No, not this time. She's back. So we wanted to have Jenna on the episode. She's Unfortunately, going back to uh, Chicago. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she's going back next month, and we wanted to have her in the studio because she's been in the bathroom twice. She deserves yeah. some stew time. We wanted to upgrade <laughs> her. Yeah, she deserved it. So we're going to do a fun little episode, uh, the three M's today. I feel like we say that literally every single episode. Because every episode is full. It's going to be a fun episode, okay? It is. <laughs> it's going to be extra fun, okay? <laughs> extra fun. We're going to get into the three M's, moving, motivation, and manners but first we have a couple things that we want to do first jenna here got us a gift wait before we open the gift jenna tell us where are you from what do you do like what (laughs) what what, who who the hell are you so in case you're new um and you've not seen me before my name is jenna i am the founder and person behind princess parcels crochet ceo (laughs) yeah hashtag boss babe of an etsy shop called princess parcels crochet super cute crochet custom pieces from scrunchies to bralettes to shorts to like shawl blankets to anything you could want let me know and custom just for you um i love doing it super fun um yeah i'm from chicago what questions did you ask me what's your favorite color green and if you were an ice cream flavor not your favorite if you were an ice cream flavor what would you be Hmm. see that's good you said not my favorite yes because everyone just goes for their favorite yeah i feel like if i were an ice cream flavor oh god that's hard i think you'd be strawberry Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think that you are uh, sweet and creamy, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm probably like the oat milk based, like coffee and chocolate. Okay, that's fine. You know yourself better than I <laughs> But like, I appreciate the strawberry vibe. Yeah, yeah. sweet and creamy. All right. Anyway. <laughs> sweet and creamy. So that's Jenna. That's Welcome. Her. We're so happy to have you back. We're sad to see you go. Hate to see you go. Love to watch it leave, but to keep it running back and forth like, like the, the soccer, soccer team. team. Um, but we would honestly, like, if you have some room in your new apartment Chicago. in Chicago. Oh, Ooh. I very much look forward to showing you guys around Chicago. Is there a Staples Connect in Chicago? Where I'm members sure. Have, we can just go to the Staples there. I'm sure. Staples is everywhere. Yeah, and one staples. of these things that we can go record <laughs> in Chicago. This episode is brought to you by Staples. staples. Sponsor us. We, yeah. We're in, in your, your studio. Sto- I can see your printer section. <laughs> Yeah. We see you. I've been trying to open this oh package. No, now I'm determined. I have nails. Okay, oh. I feel like I'm just going to... I'm confused because I didn't tie a knot, so I'm not I sure think how. That, I think that I created the knot, <laughs> and I think that I can get everything out regardless. Okay. okay, so Kayla, read this little card. Okay, it says, Val and Kayla with the heart. Thank you. Thank you so much. For everything, the last almost two, it's been two years. We've known. Oh, my Lanta. I'm so fortunate to have bumped into you on that Halloween because I got to have some of the most beautiful inside and out women in my life. Your humor, kindness, and intelligence are vibrant. Your smiles are contagious. You're both an absolute gift. And I am so thrilled to to have a place in your lives. Super bummed to be leaving, but excited for our future adventures slash collabs. I don't believe in goodbyes. But I believe in a slightly blurry drunk. See you soon. Oh, Jenna. (laughs) You'll have a piece of my heart, and I look forward to continuing in person again and showing y'all around Chicago. Love 
with lots of love and admiration, Jenna. <laughs> oh my god, you're not supposed to make me cry. No, so sweet. <laughs> no, honestly, like this is such a random friendship that yes. we formed, and I'm so grateful that we just started talking to you in the line. Like we were talking to girls before, and they were like, okay, mm. whatever. But yeah. then we met this little Ariana <laughs> girl, and she was like so cute and vibrant. And here we are, it's two years so later. It's so crazy to see zoo. how like just being kind to a stranger and like having just like letting that happen and letting the world bring you to cool people. Like yeah. the universe will bring you the right people. This this is proof. Yeah. When you're in line at the bar, when that's allowed again, talk to the girls <laughs> around you because they might be on your podcast someday and you might be good friends with them. Yes. Yeah. It's From, really just, it's like, right, these random strangers that just happen to be in line with me and just connecting. And I'm truly so thankful for you guys because you are so funny and inspirational. And I adore like spending time with you that's and so talking to you. We and love you. Yeah. I'm Snaps obsessed with y'all. So, for <laughs> friendship. Yay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to do this, so I feel like there's two things, and I don't know how to... I guess I'm just going to have to open just them, Just open Kayla. them, and I'll look at it. Okay. I just, I want to touch it after. <laughs> You're going to be completely <laughs> underwhelmed. It's not that exciting. Oh, it is that. exciting. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's two things. Well, there's two of you. There are. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like one. Okay. Oh, is these tennis balls? <laughs> oh, shut the... <laughs> I don't believe in goodbye. I believe in a slightly blurry drunk. See you later. They're seltzers, and I feel like we need to crack them open. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy I got the mango one. We can Cheers do we to share. friendship. Sorry, Cheers. Jenna. You have, a, you have an interview or a meeting later. <laughs> it's fine. We're going to buy her a drink after this. <laughs> so, yeah. Got to make sure we don't throw these out in the trash can. I know. Oh, wow. The packaging? <laughs> amazing i love it thank you so much we love definitely you definitely not underwhelmed <laughs> oh no we're just like say less <laughs> yep but thank you so much we're so excited to have you on not one last time but just one last time before you go yeah like i said we'll find a staples connect in chicago and we'll come to you we'll pack up our <laughs> podcast and stuff and we'll come to you amen Okay, so before we get into the triple M's, I have something I want to share with you guys because I found it and I think that it's a whirlwind and that we all need to appreciate it together. Okay. Not appreciate it as if I'm like the next F. Scott Fitzgerald, but, um, <laughs> excuse me. Ooh, seltzer. Oh, ooh. Okay, so. Oh, goodness gracious. On March 20th, 2020, the infamous March 2020, I was obviously in quarantine living alone and I decided to start this project called the COVID Diaries. And by start this project, I mean I wrote one journal entry and never looked at it again until literally a year later, over a year later, I was surfing through my Google Drive. So I'm just going to share it with you guys right. and like you can tell me if I'm the nef next F. Scott Fitzgerald and if not, like I'll be the next, um, the guy who wrote the Rainbow Fish. As long as I can be Gatsby. Okay. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> Old sport. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Okay, here we go. I'm nervous. Okay. The gym, the office, the mall, the bar, the club, my friend's house, my grandmother's house, my mom's, my dad's. I feel like I'm in the start of a really bad Black Mirror episode. Yesterday, I went to Trader Joe's and there was a man standing outside of the entrance monitoring a line of folks trying to get into the store. Can't say that's ever something I thought I'd see, at least not in my time here. Now, I realize that the precautions that have been put into place are completely necessary. I'm not trying to downplay the situation at all. I am more than willing to do my part in distance. I am even willing to be out of work for a month. <laughs> if it means that our nation can heal soon. I don't want to see my aunt or grandmother fall ill. Plot twist, my grandma died. I don't want to see anyone fall ill. But the thing that is scaring me more than the virus itself is the people. 
their responses. When it all falls, true colors emerge. Mm -hmm. No, you do not need 50 rolls of toilet paper for two weeks. Your elderly neighbor who can't leave the house due to fear of him dying might need the goods that you've hoarded more. Check on him, but keep your distance. Maybe a phone call to start. The only thing that is keeping me sane at this point is going outside for a bit. Even that might be forbidden soon. Well, it's not fair to say that's the only thing bringing me joy right now, but it's definitely the healthiest. Yesterday, I spent nine hours on my phone. Thank you, TikTok. It reached about midnight, and I realized I had been glued to that thing in my hand for the majority of the day. I could actually feel my brain melting and the sharpness of my mind starting to dwindle. I'm going to try to limit my screen time day by day. I figure if I'm going to be locked in for at least two weeks, <laughs> I should maybe try to do something productive. Just a little. So here we are. Word vomit central, baby. This blog is by no means going to be anything glamorous, professional, or anything. Not trying to set any expectations that I'll end up not fulfilling. Plot twist. Did not end up fulfilling them. <laughs> but I can tell you what I intend it to be used for. I want this as a reference. For you, your confused siblings, friends, or parents, for anyone else who is going through this, because even though I feel it right now, I know I'm not alone. But also, I want this as a reference for the future reader. Hello. How are you? Hope you're not still in quarantine. <laughs> this is still, this is going to be history. You're welcome for this marvelous firsthand source. I hope you have the best presentation on COVID-19 in your class. <laughs> You've got this, dude. And don't forget, eye contact. That's it. <laughs> oh, the naiveness of that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like, I just read it and I had to share it because, like, how crazy that I was sitting there thinking it was going to be two weeks I, long. I literally thought the same thing. I remember we I got out of work and I was home and I was like, yeah, this thing should be blow over by the end of April. Like, we'll be back at work. Like, it will be fine. Like, it's just, like, not a big deal. Oh, my God. Like, we were so naive back then. We didn't yeah. know anything. Yeah, thinking about how we were all like, okay, if we all can just stay indoors for two weeks, okay, I'll be out of a job for a month. Yeah. Then things are going to be okay. We can go back to normal. I remember just thinking about, like, so I'm in a graduate school program for dance movement therapy. It's an embodied practice. And having to switch all of that online and just being like, this is going to be temporary. Mm -hmm. It'll be fine. And then a year and a half of the two-year program was this online because there was no normal coming back to. It's, oh my God, it's so crazy to think. Like, I went through two periods of not working. I had a mm -hmm. six-month break. And then I had a five-month break. So I spent a majority of the year just not working because of COVID. Yeah. So speaking of um, moving, that's going to be our first little topic. Move Jenna, ahead. how do you feel about moving? Yeah, oh let's start with that. Gosh, it's been, as a 20-something, um, it is definitely something that I am fully diving into at the moment because I'm finishing up my school. And now I'm moving back halfway across the country. And yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Wait, so what's the date that you're actually moving? May 24th. May 20th. Okay, so you still have some. Have you started packing? Of course not. That was one of my notes in here. It I disagree not with your take note. Two weeks, not enough time to pack. <laughs> I entirely disagree. I can do all the packing in two days. However, I am a Capricorn. Yeah. Bell. I am she is a Capricorn. I, I'm honestly surprised that a Capricorn wouldn't plan it out a month in advance. Well, think about, um, so right, if. I can understand the perspective of like, right, giving yourself the time to get everything together. Yeah. But then that's how much time are you living with your life in boxes? Mm, that yeah. is not a mentality my mental health can handle. Okay. I like things a certain way, a certain yeah, place. You're right. And yeah. the less amount of time living in moving chaos is better. Yeah, no, living, For me. living out of boxes yeah. and all that chaos is very stressful. It is right. I agree with that. But also you got to make sure you give yourself enough time. You got to pack up a whole apartment. 
I say Two for days. me, <laughs> I've, I've had to move so many times in my life. And I think that the way, the best way to do it so you don't feel like that is to do all of the things that you never have to look at anyway. Like I have two closets of stuff. I know I don't wear all those yeah, clothes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I pack up the things that like say I'm moving in the spring. I'll pack up everything from the winter first because yeah. I don't need that anyway. And I can get that out of sight, out of mind. But it's definitely a process, and I think that everybody handles it so differently. Exactly. And it also definitely. depends on how far you're going. Are you moving your furniture? Are you moving your furniture? No. Um, I was really fortunate. My roommate is an only child, so she basically furnished the majority of our apartment. In terms of big-ticket items, I have, like, my desk in my room, my bed, and a futon. Yeah. And that's it. So how I didn't you, need... What's your plan with those? Like, I'm, just... I've, I have a truck, and my friend also was moving back to Illinois. Um, she was in a different... She lived in a different place in Mass, but yeah. she left some stuff for me to take back. So I'm carrying a couple of our oh, stuff so you're, in you're the Oh, so you're driving truck. back? Yeah, my yeah. boyfriend and I are going to, he's flying out and my family's flying out. We're all kind of loading the truck to celebrate, oh. celebrate me graduating and okay. then load a truck and then the boyfriend and I are driving it all back. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, road trip with the leather. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Ooh. The way your mouth just went leather. <laughs> <laughs> How many times would you guys say you've moved like in your life? I mean, so I've made one big move out of my parents' house, but also, like, moving back and forth to college yeah. does count. I moved back and forth to college four times, to be exact. Yeah, same. Um, and just kind of going with moving back and forth to college, one of the biggest things I would say with that, you don't need to bring everything that you own. No. I you really don't. No. I did. <laughs> I did. I was that person. And I'm looking back, I was like, I did not need all that stuff. Like, there's no reason why I needed two cars full of things to move into Grafton. No. <laughs> two SUV and a truck full of shit. We just, I just had a big minivan. Yeah, no, I, I overdid it. Don't overdo it. Yeah, don't overdo it. I had, going into the dorm, moving into the apartment in undergrad was a different story. But moving yeah. into my dorm, I had three big bins. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, oh God, I wish I could say, <laughs> I, went, I overdid it. I also was raised by a very, like, organized woman. Uh -huh. So it was, you have three bins, What's do it. What's your mom's sign? Uh, so she is a Scorpio. Oh. She and I border Sagittarius. She's last day of Scorpio, I'm the first day of Capricorn. Okay. So. Gotcha. I was just curious. I was like, oh, what's your mom's sign? <laughs> She's wild. <laughs> how many, um, Jenna, how many times have you moved? Um, I don't, I feel like really only one big move. Yes, I moved back and forth from college, but for mm -hmm. some reason for me, I like didn't register that as a move. Uh -huh. um, it is a move and it like 100% is and maybe that's something I need to explore in therapy. <laughs> However, <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like in terms of because I left so much at my mom's house yeah. when I went to college, it didn't necessarily feel like a, exactly. I'm bringing everything with yeah, me. That and makes sense. When yeah. I moved out to mass, it was very much like, here we go. Like yeah. I no longer have this free storage unit at my mother's we are packing it all up and we are going and yeah. so this move back to Chicago is definitely it feels like the second big move how do you think it's gonna be moving back in with your parents after being on your own for this long um I love my mother I have a set date she backing up sorry I love <laughs> my mother I know that I can stay there as long as I need to and I'm uh -huh. very very fortunate and very thankful for that um, I have a set date of when I want to be out yeah. because I think 
the best thing for my relationship with my mother is yeah. that we yeah. don't live under the same roof because we are I, the same person. Literally, I have that. That's my exact situation. Like our relationship is so much better when we're not living together. Like we're 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 good buddies now, and she doesn't get under my skin anymore. And like before, so for the quarantine when that all happened, my mom was working from home, and I went from being home alone during the day and going to work at four and my parents coming home at five and then I'm coming home and they're all sleeping. So I'm not really seeing them to me and my mom being up each other's ass 24 seven. And I was like, I need to go. I need to get out. So I totally get that. I'm like in the same boat as you. Yeah. So I'm not thrilled. I'm very thankful for the fact that I have somewhere free to live for, to, while I figure out my job situation and figure out everything. Um, but yeah, the I don't necessarily feel the same amount of independence as yeah. I would not living under her roof. For sure, for sure, totally. I I don't know how many times I've moved in my life. Mm-hmm. Probably like upwards of 20, mm-hmm. 22. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So how do you feel like, like was that all as a child? I moved so much as a kid. Like, you know how most kids have, th- this is not meant to sound woe is me, like whatsoever. Like yeah, I've yeah. become a very adaptable person because of it. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, no, my parents were divorced and then like, we just moved a crap ton and I never, you know how like a lot of kids have like an, uh, like a childhood home and stuff like I, that was never the case. So I think that made moving to college easier in that sense Mm -hmm. because I've never, I didn't feel like attached to one place. You know what I mean? So moving has never been something that scares me a lot because you can literally always go back wherever you want. Did you switch schools a lot when you moved? Um, luckily I only or, switched schools like three times. So you were Still moving like within yeah, a district. three or four times. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I was probably within three school districts my whole life. Okay. Which is not that bad yeah. and all within the same state except for I went to pre-K in Florida. Yeah. Florida. And okay. then I went to college in New Hampshire, but that's different. Yeah. I chose to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think college is right because you, get, yeah, the you choice get the choice. Of, exactly. If, if you have the opportunity and yeah. you have privilege, yeah. you have the choice to kind of go out of state or go yeah. somewhere else wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I no. had one big move when I was a kid. I had my, I guess my childhood home and the landlord one day was just like, he gave my parents a really great deal and it was like really awesome. But he was just like, hey, I'm selling the place. I'm too old. I don't want to manage this anymore. And the new owners aren't like they want to live here. And we're like, okay, we got to move. And just so happens my dad's aunt died at the time. So we moved. <laughs> it's in the his family house. My dad owns the house now because his parents owned it. But she lived next door. So she died not in the house in a nursing home. There's no ghosts in my house. So then we got to move in to my family's house, mm-hmm. which was – and then when I moved in, there was a pool there. And I had a pool, but then a fucking gopher came and, like, nibbled its way up, and then the pool drained, and we just never fixed fucking it. Fucking gophers. The fucking gopher, but Dude, I, yeah. you guys have gophers here? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? Are those, like, not native to Chicago? <laughs> no, you don't just casually have gophers running around what Illinois. What do you have, rats? We have rats, too. There's a lot oh, of rats okay. here, I've noticed. Um, yeah. There's a rat problem. Is there not chipmunks? rats in Chicago? A lot of chipmunks. Oh, we have those. We have, like, mice and stuff, and there yeah. are rats, but, like... Not, not like rat rats. Not like the rats I've seen here. Yeah. I think the ones here are on steroids. Yeah. Well, there. Yeah, we have some years are worse than others. Last year was really bad for rats. There was like a rat infestation of like Massachusetts. Really? Yeah. It's because when we all like went into quarantine, no one was really out in the streets, so they just kind of they took over. They took over. The rats took over the city. Ooh, that's crazy. You know what I was thinking about the other day? This is such a tangent. So you know how in, like, Disney World, okay, uh, have you ever been to Disney World? Yes. Or, like, any amusement park, Kayla, have you ever been? Yeah. I've been to Six Flags. Okay. So, like, 
in Disney World, there are a lot of like birds and ducks. And what do people do? They, even though they don't want you to, they feed the ducks and the birds. So when quarantine happened, how many birds do you think? So like when people feed the birds and the ducks, the ducks and the animals stop being able to like forage on their own. It like messes with their instinct and messes with their schedule and their routine. So how many like birds and ducks do you think were like, we're Where starving. the hell is my next meal? Yeah. I mean, I was like that, so yeah. I can't imagine the poor birds. Those fucking exactly. birds, my dudes. We gotta go feed the birds after That's this. That's something <laughs> I had never thought about. I was like, how many animals that used to rely on humans are going hungry now, and that's why we can't feed the ducks? Well, now we gotta keep feeding them. We're just gonna die. We well, no, we if dug we keep feeding them, they're gonna die. Yeah, we're gonna we perpetuate. The, we're gonna perpetuate the problem, Kayla. We, we can't stop now because you're we trying already, to kill the birds. No, I'm trying. Stop to, trying to kill the birds, I'm Kayla. I'm trying to save the birds. <laughs> we already dug ourselves this hole. We gotta keep feeding them because if we don't, oh, they're no. gonna die. Kayla, you're part of the problem. Ugh, I haven't fed them recently. Good. Good. I'm proud of you. Let's yeah. get motivated. Motivated, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Motivation. It comes and goes, but habits are forever. <laughs> that was yeah. my first bullet point. That's very true. I, I would have to agree with yeah, you. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's let's do that. Okay, let's start off with let's motivation. You are freshly coming out of grad school. What do you do to keep up? Your, what? How did you're, you're you're finished? That took a little bit of motivation now, didn't it? Oh God, the amount of times I've said I never thought morale could get lower in the last year yeah. is I could make someone rich if they asked for a quarter for every time. Um, yeah, no, it's really just like keeping things in perspective of like what are my goals? Why are they my goals? It's like yeah. remembering the why behind what you're doing. Yep. Because in the moment, it can be so hard. Yeah, I I I know a lot of people in grad school, and just like following on social media firsthand, just seeing your tweets and stuff gives me a little slice of like the everyday life of what it's like to be in grad school, and it it seems like it's really hard. And I personally, I don't think I would I would make it if I did it. So. Yeah, I, I could, don't Snaps think I can you. go back to school. You are amazing. I appreciate yeah. you. Um, no, it's really just like if this is the thing I want to do, this is the field I yeah. want to work in, and in order to do this, I have to go through the yeah. school. I have to get the credentials. And unfortunately, we live in a society where um, for certain fields and certain work, you, you have need, to achieve yep. these certain credentials, whether or not yeah. I could have done the job just as fine two years ago. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I think that, you know, staying motivated throughout school in general is so important because like if you lose it like and you lose your purpose like what's the point of especially with all the money you're spending too if that's if you don't find motivation in anything and you're in school right now just just look at the money you're spending and let that motivate you at the end of the day like that would be the biggest thing for me I think at the end of the day what's going to trump motivation is persistence and determination and just like (laughs) men. (laughs) it's all mental strength because there are going to be days that you don't have shit motivation Mm -hmm. but you need to have dedication yeah you know what i mean again it's the why it's the you're not just doing this thing you started this journey for a reason you started this path whatever it is if it's school if it's a blog if it's a (laughs) whatever a a small business whatever it is it's why did you start it and Mm -hmm. If you can hold on to the root of that, you yeah. can continue kind of working towards it, even when it's a really goddamn hard. I agree. And something something that my dad always says, shout out to Bob, um, uh, it really matters the days that you don't want to be there or the days you don't want to do something. Like, those are the days that matter that you show up. Like, those are the days that matter the most. 
And I think that keeping that motivation to show up on these days where you're feeling like, I just don't want to do it today. Like that, that's what, that's what's going to set you aside from everybody else. And just having that little extra boost of motivation on the days you just don't want to. And not saying it's not okay to just like take a break some days, but some of the, you know, I've, you have, I have more of those days than I probably should, but I'm just like, I don't want to do this, but let me motivate, like, let that motivate me to just be the best I can be. I think we all internally know the difference in ourselves between, oh, I just don't want to do this. And like, you're just feeling unmotivated and actually being like, I'm at my limit. I've mm-hmm. reached my capacity. It's There's time a line. to take a break. Yeah. And like, sometimes we don't want to say to ourselves, oh, I'm just being the former right there. Mm-hmm. But half the time that I find myself being like, Val, just do it. Like I, I Nike my own ass all the fucking time. <laughs> same, That's same, like, same. Yeah. Especially like, I'm like, this is a really like, T- tiny thing but my dishes I, I hate doing my dishes and Ugh. I literally have to look I at myself in the dishes. mirror and be like Val just do it and then I do it and it's over in like 10 minutes you love like doing I love dishes. doing dishes it's like a yeah. bath for your hands you're looking for a part-time job before you move <laughs> yeah. I love washing dishes I don't know why it's so relaxing you got bubbles you got warm water Wet oh food why are you, you scrape the food off into the garbage ma'am but, uh, but if there's like it. sauce on the plate I'm uh, not gonna like scrape the sauce I can see the don't food. scrape the sauce you let the water do it you goon yeah but like what if it gets in my hands <laughs> You okay? I'm talking as if <laughs> I did not wash like 40 dishes this morning. I still do them. Don't get me wrong, but I, I did. They weren't even my dishes. I did them as a gesture, and That's I actually nice did enjoy of you. it. it That's was nice fun. of you. I didn't mind it. I'm telling you, if you they put it in the perspective, it's a bath for your hands. Mm-hmm. Okay, They're it can soap. be calming. It's soap. It's water. You gotta get a good soap. A good quality soap. One Gone. of my uh, best Gone. friends um, says that uh, they meditate when they do their dishes. Huh. Yeah. So, like, okay. because it's one of those things you can't be on your phone when you do it. So, like, they use it as a time to, like, breathe and really stuff. mindfully. Yes. Mindfully dishwash. Mindfully dishwash. <laughs> I fully support it. I love that. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe I'll put a little more Or effort. you can hire me. <laughs> um does music hype you guys up? Does music give you guys any motivation? Um, yes. I listen to music literally 24-7 of my whole entire life. I always have music on in the background. Like, even at work, like, when we close and all the customers leave, I always switch the playlist over to one of mine on my phone, and I just, like, fucking jam, and it helps me power through things. I am definitely... Music is entirely the backbone of how I get through my life. Uh, yeah, um, same. And, Kayla, you're really going to love this. It's not going to surprise either one of you, but I, I think you're especially going to really love this. I know what you're going to say. When I am really anxious about something... So, for example, this interview that... Yeah. For an interview, for a presentation I have to do, for anything, how I, like, get the bad vibes off and how I hype is literally specific, not just Ariana Grande, specifically Monopoly. Okay. Bad vibes That's a great song. Yes. Out here with that fuckery. Yeah. Treat my goals like property. Collect yes. them like Monopoly. Every single time. Who the fuck is Clevis? <laughs> who the fuck is Clevis? Every single time I have something that's really important, like a presentation, an interview, yeah. and I'm, like, I have, like, the nerves that are, like, really kind of bubbling, uh-huh. that song specifically, specifically? is okay. I'm, like, we just brush that shit off okay it's funny you say that because it's like i listen to a couple different playlists but you can ask my roommate you could even ask (laughs) all i listen to is ariana grande it just releases dopamine in my head like drugs would so i'm like i need to listen to ariana grande for my dopamine rush yeah i just love her so much she's so good yeah Ariana Grande, sponsor me. (laughs) You want to be on the show? (laughs) Come to our studio in Somerville, Massachusetts. I will pay for your coffee. (laughs) 
Whatever happened to that girl who like dressed like Ariana Grande and made Which all those one? TikToks? There's she like, like 40 of them. Ari- no, there's like one girl Paige. specifically. Oh, Paige. Okay. And Ariana was like, it's a little creepy, but it's nice. Yeah, I know some of, some of these girls like look exactly like her, but it, like to each their own. Like if that's what you want to do. I mean, the impersonator, uh, impersonators, impersonators are like a huge thing. Yeah. So like, I don't know why people are so dumbfounded and they're like, be your own person. Blah, blah, blah. But it's like. It's like Ariana Grande is a trendsetter. Like, people aspire to be like her. People aspire to be her. Um, some people push it a little farther than others, but I, I would to each their own. I'm not going to pretend, like, my Instagram doesn't have four or five side-by-sides of me replicating an exact photo of her. I'm not going to pretend yeah, like that's I see those. there's no issue. There's nothing wrong with it. I like, love being a Dollar General Ariana Grande. Oh, however, <laughs> however, like, right, yeah, I think, um, like, what is it? Mimicry, not mimicry, the... The biggest form of flattery. flattery. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like the biggest form of flattery. And if yeah, someone, imitation. Yeah, imitation is the biggest form of flattery. And if someone, you really admire them and yeah. you respect them, there's nothing wrong with wanting to she's, kind of represent yeah. that. She's just in such a spotlight and such an influential, trendy, beautiful, boss-ass woman that people aspire to be. And, you know, some people just need to reel it back a little bit and just, like, relax back, and be like, don't hate on people for wanting to be, like, someone who's someone you would want to aspire to be. You know what I mean? She, Why wouldn't you want to be her? She's This is an Ariana amazing. Grande stand podcast now? Yeah. Yes. It's 20 Ari. <laughs> <laughs> 20 Ariana Grande. <laughs> anyway, Tequila, yeah. tell me about um how uh, routines help you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I honestly, this I wrote this down because I really need to get better at giving myself a morning routine. But if I have a good morning and I start off early, I eat breakfast, I have my coffee, like I get ready, like it sets me up for a really good day and it's just more motivating whether like rather than just like waking up at like 11 or 12 and rolling out of bed and like I'm just like, oh, I'm not motivated to do anything today. I have to go to work in a couple hours. So I'm trying to, you know, get better at that. I've been working a lot. I've been sleeping in a little bit more. So I've been trying to, you know, just this is more just as I need to say this out loud just for accountability, really. But like oh, I okay. need to establish a better morning routine because they do they give me structure and the structure motivates me if i do not make my bed first thing in the morning bad day yeah i always do that yeah bad day it like it's true it's like making your bed is the first thing that you've accomplished that day and so if you start with a little success it can really just sets you off on the right really i think also like say you work from home and you can probably speak on this for doing school from Mm -hmm. home and anyone this past year who has had to do that from home Separating your workspace from your relaxation space is going to yes. help with motivation tenfold. I just got a TV into my living room. Like, I, for the longest time, only had a desk, a couch. Like, there yeah. was no TV in my living room because that was, like, a relaxation space. Yeah. I mean, that was a workspace. That was a different space, and my bed was my TV space. And that helped me for a while. Now I have a uh-huh. TV down there, and I just, you know, I do work you at do. my kitchen table. But it's oh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you definitely hit the nail on the head it's having the separation of Mm -hmm. your relaxation space and your workspace is super important and I did school from home I worked from home I like everything from school to internship to work everything was in this in my bedroom because my apartment's only so big it's a weird time now obviously this is not normal times but we had to learn to separate these multiple things in our small spaces yeah within that space so how do you differentiate right now my bedroom is relaxing right now my bedroom is my workspace like what little things can you do well like so the first part of it was like the making making the bed point was if my bed is made I'm less likely to crawl right back into it yep 
Exactly. That was super important to me. At the start of quarantine, it took me like a while yeah. to really get into that rhythm. And it's like, well, no, if my bed looks like I can just crawl right back in, mm-hmm. nothing is going to get done this day. Exactly. Um, that was really important. Um, I'm really um, particular about how my desk looks. Yeah. And so really maintaining yep. my organization on my desk. I'm also, and maybe this is because I'm a dancer, maybe this is just because of who I am as a person, Mm -hmm. I cannot sit in the same position for longer than like 30 minutes at a time. Oh, yeah. So my desk chair is also super uncomfortable. It's just like a block of wood. So it's like I am working at my desk, and then I get up, and I work at my kitchen table, and then I get up, and I work on this couch, and then I work, like, or then I'm, like, on the floor, and, like, I, my roommate has laughed because every 30 minutes I'm in a different position and Mm -hmm. in a different chair um and it really became like how can I even if I'm relocating for the sake of my body and relocating for the sake of my sanity how can I continue to make this I'm working yeah um it's like specific playlist this is my working playlist yep yep this is my jamming out I don't care about anything playlist Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and just kind of using other sensory cues of Mm. sound of lighting a candle this is the candle I'm smelling when I'm doing work this is the candle I'm smelling when I'm doing relaxation. Like okay, yeah, I actually read this article like a long time ago about like conditioning yourself. So you have different candles, and like okay, I only light this scent when I'm work. So when I smell this candle, my brain subconsciously relates it to working. But then I like light this candle when I'm laying down in my bed or I'm taking a bath. So it subconsciously relates it to relaxing, and that's actually a real like psychology. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah, you're, it's you're it's your psychology. I'm, I'm oh, yeah, I studied I, this, and I. Can yeah. what it's called but yeah, yeah it's incorporating all of your senses yeah. to get yourself into the space okay because the space looks really different nowadays it's funny I remember learning this I had to take a couple psychology classes in college and I remember learning when Susie said that thing about the candles like I've learned this somewhere <laughs> I know what you're talking about somewhere in a psych class somewhere, yeah <laughs> certain scents definitely do trigger very different things in me yesterday I was smelling some hair and I was like your hair smells like summer camp but it's like a certain <laughs> it was like the shampoo that I used to use at summer camp yeah. and it's crazy I literally probably used that shampoo almost 10 years ago yes. and every time I smell a coconut shampoo I'm like the woods <laughs> <laughs> we might be super evolved but we are really just animals yeah <laughs> and our senses are what keep us going and keep us alive and trigger that's memories that's so crazy oh my god yeah. like Ooh. I think <laughs> smells are the like biggest memory. Uh, smells like, and taste. Yeah, yep. it's yeah. like food, but like I'm Italian. I love yep. food. Oh, <laughs> me too. Yeah, I got gotcha. <laughs> um, Food. It's like wow. This this tastes like home. This yes. tastes like my mother's. Like it really does bring you back. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm hungry. <laughs> Speaking of food, when you're someone's cooking for you, you say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that was our transition. That's a segue. <laughs> <laughs> so smooth talking so about manners thank you this is See, that's manners so manners 101 if you weren't taught them then please thank w- you please. and don't be a dick yes Ooh, make that a shirt ready <laughs> please thank you and don't be a dick the biggest yeah. if you're gonna follow any manner rule just any manner rule out of all of them you're gonna follow this one by the famous words of kim kardashian <laughs> don't be fucking rude yeah <laughs> just like it really costs zero dollars to be a decent person. Um, yeah. And like in all realness, working in the restaurant industry, like I've I've been exposed to the creatures of the world and their habits. And some of you are just fucking rude. Like stop. Chill. Literally just stop. It's a lot of self-entitlement. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. Like just stop. 
I don't understand rude people, honestly. That's, like, the biggest thing of all. Just don't be fucking rude. Do you have any... I have, like, a pet peeve. Like, there are certain, like, manner things that I'm, like, just go unspoken for me. Uh If you are grocery shopping, I don't give a shit if it's raining, if it's snowing, if it's whatever. If it's a hurricane, put your cart back. Yes. Yes. If you are somebody, there are two reasons that that's just like a really dicky thing to do. One, if it is bad weather and you're just leaving your cart not in the cart holder, it might dent someone's car. Yes. You could literally ruin someone's day. That could be the straw that breaks the fucking camel's back. Also, yes, granted, it is somebody's job to grab the carts, but who are we if we're not trying to make anyone's day better? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because it's someone's job. Okay, just because it's someone's job, do you leave a table that, like, disgustingly messy when you go out to eat? Do you trash a hotel room? No. Some people do because it's their job to clean it up. Yeah, and honestly, you're my least favorite kind of person. You're not my friend. Loser. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. So put your cart back. Kind (laughs) of going off of the whole grocery store etiquette, give me my fucking space. Base. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, this is obviously mostly pandemic related, but even when we're 10 years out of this pandemic, like if I'm sitting there looking at the hummus, like give me 30 seconds to grab my hummus and bounce. Like there's no need for you to be like, up oh, my butt. You're, you're all, oh, 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 you're over here. Like, <laughs> oh, no, we're la- give me like two seconds to grab my hummus and go, and then the floor is yours, baby girl. There's no reason, especially now in the middle of a pandemic, that you should be crowding people. Like, are you really in that of a rush that you can't wait an extra 30? 30 seconds like is that really just like detrimental to your day like you know where I think it's the worst where TJ Maxx oh yeah middle-aged women like 50 60 year old women have no concept of personal fucking no. space they'll those those arrows on the floor there they, they don't, don't see them oh what, what what arrows what are you talking about oh I'm not like, going around oh way. my gosh it is a nightmare uh, you, you can look at the pans in like two seconds they just will be on top of you it's ridiculous yeah just give people their space man it's a it's a tough time out here just yep. give me my space the second you yeah. step into a marshals all bets are off <laughs> all bets are off i don't know what's in the water there I don't know. I think that's something to do with the fact that everyone is so completely unaware of everybody else. And it's, I got to go. I got to do this. And again, so like I am someone who genuinely hates grocery shopping. I want to get in and out as fast as possible. And even that being said, please don't. I don't want to be anywhere like in anyone's space with it. Like the six feet rule is my favorite part of quarantine. Add four Mm -hmm. to that. Like 10 feet. You can, right. You can wait the 30 seconds for someone to find the pasta box that they want. We live in such a fast paced world for no reason. It's like these small little moments that you have to wait aren't going to make a huge like difference. Just take a step back and just relax. Yeah. Like what are you going to do with those 30 seconds? Yes. You got those 30 seconds back. Great. You have all the time in the world to to what? Why to play on your phone? in such a rush? Yeah, and like, uh, speaking of middle-aged Karens, Karens, <laughs> and when you're in line at the grocery store and like, say they're in front of you or behind you and they'll be like looking at you like, oh my God, this line is so long, like complaining to you, expecting to chime in. I'm, and I'll literally, this has happened to me multiple times. They'll be like, oh my God, like what's taking so long? Like, d- isn't this taking so long? And I'm like, I don't care. I'm patient. I have nowhere to be. Yeah. And if once yeah. you say the words, I don't even say anything about them. I go, I don't know. I'm patient. Because then they're like, then I'm like, you're not being a patient. You're it's a subtle chill. thing. You're not straight up being like, fuck you. You're not patient. I'm just being but like, you're just I'm like, patient. Well, that's not, that is not my pro- job. Yeah. That's like, my problem. I, that's the best. Yeah. And it like makes them stop and think like, 
oh shit, like mm-hmm. that's the here thing. I not only am I like being kind of rude, but I'm comfortable expressing being rude to random people, <laughs> to yeah. strangers. Yeah, Which, so it's it's a big circle. Don't be fucking rude. The audacity the, of Karen. Uh, the audacity. <laughs> have, do you guys have any Karen stories now that we're talking about ma- manners? Like, uh, I have a story where my mom called me afterwards and was like, "John, I think I was just a Karen." Oh my god, do you want to share it? I would love to. Sorry, mom. Um, she knows. She knows what she did. So <laughs> she was at um for anyone who is familiar with the Chicagoland area, Pertillo's is kind of a big deal. Uh-huh. Um, she was and um Pertillo's like drive-throughs are kind of crazy. They always have like two different rows and there's people outside. They have a system, so they uh-huh. do a really great job, but it's mayhem. It's like a circus. And she was like in line waiting for the Pertillos and she was like, okay, struggling, struggling and whatever. Now she's stuck. She's like on the inner side of the two lanes and there's cars on her right and you have to exit through the right. Okay. And the person comes and like walks over to her and brings her her food. And she looks at the person and goes, great, now you've handed me my food. It's nice and warm and how am I supposed to get out? Now I have to just sit here with this warm food. And the person just like looked at her and was like, have a nice day and turned around and walked away. And less than five seconds later, my mom looked and there was an opening for her to go. And she was like, oh no. And just like slowly drove away. And then she called me. She's like, I am horrible. I'm the worst. I was like, mom, you are the worst. You are the people that you're going to be made fun of the entire rest of their shit. Yeah, they're going to go back and they're going to make fun of you and call you a cat. Dude, they're going to be like, this Karen just. Oh my God, do you guys want me to read this review for my work? Oh my gosh. No, I have to find it. This woman, I wasn't there for this. This woman came into my work. We used to have salmon on the menu, right? Okay. And so she comes, I'm not going to say where I work, but she comes into our restaurant. She works at Chili's. I, I do work <laughs> at Chili's. She comes into our restaurant and um, she, I'll, I'll just read the review. And she just, just, this woman just did not get her way. And so this is, this is how she went about it. Okay. She literally wrote like a five paragraph essay. I might not read the whole thing because oh it's God. kind of insane. Is it APA format? <laughs> I sure hope so. Okay. I've been going to Blank for over a year now and have raved to friends about the food and service. This ends today. Oh, my th- oh no! <laughs> the audacity! It's, no more. No, dude, this is insane. Greeted by the host that I've seen many times, server came to table that wa- that has waited on me many times, so much so that she recalled what I drank and exactly how I liked it. Um, skip ahead. She was nice and friendly and that's where the good time stopped. She informed my friend that we would be waited on by someone else as it wasn't her area. We let her know to tell the server we hadn't been... We let her know to tell the server we haven't even looked at the menu yet so she could wait a few before coming back to the table. Within seconds, the new server came to the table. So I teasingly said, oh, she didn't let you know not to come back yet. We haven't even looked at the menu. Oh, I'm sorry that someone greeted you. Sorry, I was saying hello. Yeah, right. Well, I believe I... That... Well, I believe that upset the server. She simply said no, gave me a dirty look, and walked away. And then she continued to pass by us. She waited on other people. She looked underneath the service station for something. Then she cleared a dirty table, then came to our table. I didn't notice if she washed her hands, but it appeared that she came right to our table after clearing a dirty table. Uh, uh, Side note, there's literally a sink in our dish pit, so we wash our hands after we clear the table. It's literally in the dish pit. Of course, you didn't see her do it because that's where when she went to there... She cleaned her hands. Also, I thought you're supposed to be looking at the menu, not stalking your yeah. server. Anyway, I know this is like like the, they were like they were like it's almost like they were taking notes <laughs> as they were watching the fucking server. I'm not sure if anyone mentioned this to her, but we have a pandemic right now, so that's kind of <laughs> gross. <laughs> We then proceeded to order our food. I ordered something that I have eaten there on more than one occasion. I can promise you, lady, you have not. 
Um, they have a burger on the menu, so I asked her for that burger as it comes, no tomatoes, with the, insec- with the exception of, instead of a burger, I would like a piece of salmon. They also have a salmon entree on the menu. My friend ordered her food and then said, and then I said we could start with the spinach dip. She said fine and walked away. I walked over... I watched her walk over to a woman sitting in a booth. She was there for about two seconds when she walked back over to me and said, actually, you can't have that. I said, well, I've ordered this and I've eaten it here before. She said, you can't have it if you'd like to talk to my manager. You can. So I said, sure. Next, the woman that she went to speak to at the booth appeared at her table, and I explained to her the situation, and she said, the chef said he wouldn't make something that's not on the menu. I found this to be odd since I never saw her get up from the booth and ask the chef anything. So I said to her, well, it's on your menu. You have a salmon entree and you have a burger. It's just an upcharge. It's like $22. They usually charge me the price of the entree. She said... It's not about the price. It's the fact that the chef said he will not serve something that's not on the menu. She said she would ask the chef again, quote unquote. So I said, fine, still finding it odd since I could see from where I was sitting that she did not go into the kitchen and ask the chef anything prior to coming to my table. That's because guess what, lady? She's the manager and she knows what the kitchen will and will not do. Literally. What the heck? I'm in awe. Um, Yeah. I started again to explain that I've eaten this exact same thing at this restaurant more than once, although I hadn't been in there for over a month. So, and for the record, my friends and I have brunch at this restaurant twice a month in addition to dinners, although I live out of state and am originally from Boston and try to come back on a regular basis to support my hometown. And I'm absolutely horrified by the way I was treated at this establishment. Hey, lady, I don't know if you know this, but there's a pandemic, so maybe you shouldn't be traveling right now. Yeah, there's a Massachusetts just lifted like their travel ban. So I don't know, lady. I don't know. She's contradicting herself. (laughs) Was the issue really that the chef wouldn't put a piece of salmon on the burger bun? Or was it that the server felt like I was was mean to her when he first when she first came to the table over the misunderstanding she had. I'm not quite sure. What I do know is that I chose to be the bigger person uh, and not argue with the restaurant uh, that wasn't worthy of my money. So instead, I walked a few short steps down the street to the other restaurant where I was welcomed in the door with open arms by a wonderful manager, excellent server, hysterical bartender that kept us laughing all night. Food service was great, and it turns out our night was completely turned around. This place has lost us as customers and we will never go back there and we will never refer any of our friends there. But their competition down the street now has a forever extended family of me and my friends. And then I did check and she left a rave review of the place down the street and uh, like talked shit about my place under that. You are that mad that you did not get your way. I have two things. I have only two responses. I'm sorry, that was so long. No, I have two responses that the first one is... It was really nice for her to be the bigger person and leave that Yelp review. So, such a mature, big person that she was. Yes, you are the bigger person, baby. 10 out of 10, A+. Plus. Wow. Um, the second thing I have is one day I aspire to have the confidence <laughs> and like just like the confidence and entitlement the and the gall and the audacity of like a middle-aged Karen. Like who the fuck do you think you are? I, I don't can even promise you that they never did that. I'm- <laughs> we like. <laughs> we have to wrap it up anyway. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was so long. It was a good story, though, oh my right? God. I literally, like my face is probably like this the whole I was time. Like this whole time. <laughs> I yeah. can promise you though that the chef. Maybe they did it once. Maybe it was when because our head chef was gone for a little bit. So maybe they did it when he was gone. But uh, yeah, I highly doubt that that ever happened. Yeah, I just want to know where someone acquires the gall. And the audacity. I just, I, I, uh, I, 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 we, we get reviews every once in a while where people will just complain about something that's just like so 
just bizarre. It's like, why? It, you know what sucks about reviews here? If you're listening to this and you go into a restaurant and you have a good experience, write a review and talk about the good experience because half of the time people only go to write reviews when they're negative. So, I mean, like there are people who do like nice ones, but like when you have a good experience, like I've had multiple people tell me, oh my God, this was such a great experience. Like, yeah. go tell Yelp about it. If you have a server that was nice and you just love the food or whatever, just like go on Yelp and write a good experience for the restaurant. Cause especially for a small business, like those reviews mean a lot. Yeah. Don't do what that bitch did. No. And honestly, most of the reviews for my restaurant are wonderful. Yeah. That would just like <laughs> literally a five paragraph essay. Well, and like, right. Bringing it back to manners. It's if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. And if you want to leave criticism, it's cr make it criticism, not just like bitching and complaining, but like mm -hmm. it would have been improved had like this happened. I would have preferred this, not just yeah. like how the, how dare they speak it's, to me? Like I'm not a queen. It's really just crazy. Cause people who write bad Yelp reviews think they have this entitlement. They're like, Oh, I came into your restaurant. And it was horrible. So I'm going to like, I can write a bad review. I can like, they think they have so much power with their bad reviews. Like no one gives a especially shit about your with Yelp the, review, especially with the, in a small business in the middle of a pandemic, like, please like, don't do that. Don't do that. Because what if your Yelp review, like, I don't know, and usually it's not a big deal if they're all good reviews, but, like, why would you do that to a small business in the middle of a pandemic? Also, like, it's just not rude. to yuck your yum. Don't be fucking rude. It doesn't matter. You can't say it. Not to yuck your yum. But salmon burger? Like, of all the <laughs> fucking things, of all the things to be upset about, a, a salmon burger. Is, is what you're is line. what you're upset about. She draws the I line. I can understand if it was like, ooh, no. they don't have the crab legs that I like <laughs> anymore. But a salmon burger. So where can you find us on social media? Where can we find you? Um, I am at Princess Parcels Crochet on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, and on Facebook. Um, I per my personal pages. I'm at Jenna Soldati. It's Jenna Sold at I. Jenna Soldati on Twitter. Uh, Gen G three on Instagram. Um, We'll put this on the show notes. Yeah, yes. I think that's it. That's <laughs> Those yeah. are my socials. <laughs> by the time this episode is out, I will be in the warm beaches of Charleston, South Carolina. My sister will already be surprised. I'll still be here if you need me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me, I'm Val, on social meds, social meds at uh, Val Eats Veggies on Instagram or One Bro on TikTok. And you Kayla. can find me on Kayla Nicole X16 across all socials. Don't forget that we, Kayla and I, have a cannabis podcast at Cannery Defined on Instagram and other socials. Just look it up. You'll find it. You'll find us. And you can find us on our 20 What Pod at 20 What Pod on TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, not Facebook. And you can email us at 20whatpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website at 20whatpod.com. Other than that, Thank you so much for coming on the show, Jenna. Thank you. Thank, this is fun. Thank you so much for having me again. I'm truly like so thankful and like I'm obsessed with y'all. So we thank you so much. You. We're so glad you got to come to the stew, so, uh, listening to some shit I wrote. Ayo, <laughs> ayo, Sean, you, Mr. Kingston, we will have you on again if it is the last thing I do. Yes. Again, it's not goodbye. It's see you it's very later. See you later. See you soon. A little and bit like the trunk. And so with that being said, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Yeah. Oh my God, that was so fun with three people. <laughs>